0: Welcome to the Audacious Generosity podcast. Here we celebrate giving without the pressure to give. Audacious generosity is where God is the giver and giving depends on what God puts into your hands. Now, here's your host, Kevin White. Hello. This is Kevin White and it's January the 19th, 2021. Welcome, to Audacious Generosity podcast. I'm so glad to have you in the audience, everyone listening in the USA, in India, in Thailand, wherever you are on planet Earth, you are an honored and welcome guest. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the show if you have the possibility of listening where they're collecting reviews i would love your feedback please give a positive review i'd love to hear from you you can email me at kevin at kevinwhite.us. but i welcome you to audacious generosity if you've been listening the last two weeks you already know where we're going in january 2021. This is the month of destination for Audacious Generosity. It's an ultimate spoiler alert as I'm taking you to the very back of the book. On January the 5th, I shared with you the actual conclusion chapter of Audacious Generosity and the three final words, open your hands in the book audacious generosity last week we actually started looking at chapter 15 which is the application chapter to the section three on setting others free living generously to give more and we went through the application number one. Today, we're actually going to walk through the application number two together, where we are challenged by God to exchange our values, motives, and mission for God's. I want to play you this segment out of my audio book for Audacious Generosity. Here's application number two. Application number two. Exchange your values, motives, and mission for God's. Open to a new page in your journal. Draw a straight line down the middle, then evenly divide the page into three sections. At the top of section one, in the left column, write my values. In the right column, write God's values. At the top of section two, in the left column, write my motives. In the column on the right side, write God's motives. At the top of section three, in the left column, write my mission. Across the page, write God's mission. In the my values box, I want you to list your top three values. For example, this could be the presence of God, my family, and my house. You decide. In the God's values box, write the words to John 3:16. Circle what God values. In the my motives box, list your top three motives. This could be to experience God, to be healthy, to be financially independent, to be kind, you decide in the God's motives box, write the words to Luke chapter 19, verse 10. Circle what motivates God. Finally, in the my mission box, write your mission. This could include to pursue God, to have a successful career, or to love your family well. In the God's mission, box write the words to matthew chapter 28 verses 18 through 20 circle god's mission i want you to notice any differences between yours and god's across section one write god's values become my values i want you to pray and exchange your values for god's values surrender your values to God, trust that he cares for you. Across section two, write God's motives become my motives. I want you to pray and exchange your motives for God's motives. Surrender your motives to God. Across section three, write God's mission becomes my mission. I want you to pray and exchange your mission for God's mission. Surrender your mission to God. Trust that He cares for you. Take time to meditate on each of the Bible verses. Reflect on how God is moving within you right now. Let Him exchange your values, motives, and mission for His. Key verse. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. John three sixteen NLT. The point, we set others free when we exchange our values, motives, and mission for God's. Welcome back. There you have it. Application number two for The section three of my book, Audacious Generosity. And I want to just take a moment and talk to you about exchanging your values, your motives, and your mission for God's. You know, whenever I was becoming a Christ follower, I was told many times to put my trust in Christ, to take Jesus. I don't remember much discipleship or guidance. To exchange my values for God's values, my motives for God's motives, my mission for God's mission. I've been told many times that it is God's expectation that his people become more like his son, Jesus Christ. Perhaps you've heard the big word sanctification, which basically means that God sets his people apart. We have been set apart for his glory. We have been made spiritually into the likeness of Christ. John the Baptist even said, he must increase, I must decrease. And over and over throughout the New Testament, we are called to live a life of Christ. And sometimes that can be confusing and even a little frustrating about what does that look like? I remember several decades ago, the book, What Would Jesus Do? And there were even wristbands around the question, what would Jesus do? And that was a call to walk in his steps and throughout our life at very critical decisions that we would ask The practical question, what would Jesus do, seek to know and do his will and follow that and taking the steps in his steps in walking on earth the way that Jesus would if he were on the earth, the way that he walked whenever he was on the earth. It could even still be a mystery as to what would Jesus do this application brings it down to a very practical level. Because in this section, I walk through 12 things that are values of God. And I just want to mention those real quickly here. Number one, God values stewardship. Number two, God values first fruits. Number three, God values blessing you. Number four, God values obedience. Number five, God values his why, forgiving. Number six, God values eternal life. Number seven, God values compassion for those facing a Christless eternity. Number eight, God values the great commission. Number nine, God values the advancement of the gospel. Number 10, God values audacious generosity. Number 11, God values miracles. Number 12, God values multiplication. And so there are the 12 values that I speak about in my chapter 12 of get or give in audacious generosity. And so when we get to this application number two, to exchange your values for God's values, you have an idea of what God values. And in the book, we did the same with motive and we did the same with mission. Have you exchanged your values for God's values? And again, it's not that God doesn't care. He's not A dictator that would say you shut up and sit down and you only take my values anything you care about I could care less about because the reason I care about India is because God cares about India. The reason that I care about people that don't have Bibles is because God cares about his word and on and on. And so I am confident you care about things that God cares about, but it's whether or not you trust God to fulfill the things that he values. And if you and I will give him access to do it through our lives, will you exchange your values for his? And it's exchange is is not necessarily a a a meaning of you will throw your values away you will pick up god's values and yours are worthless and his are valuable no it's will you surrender what is valuable to you in order to uphold what is valuable to god and in doing so will you trust your heavenly father cares about what you value obviously I have had to shift my values throughout my life. There were things that I would value that were not in keeping with his word or in upbuilding his kingdom. And you might have some things you need to shift as well. But I guarantee you, the things that are in alignment with his word and with his character, he cares about even more than you. So you can surrender your values over for his values. But it's going back to like that passage, what does it profit a man or a woman if they gain the whole world but yet lose their soul? It is very tempting at times to really focus on things that have no eternal value. And yet read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation and what you're gonna see is a God pursuing man For his presence sake. God pursuing you. God pursuing me to instill his presence into our lives. So yes, his presence is one of the most valuable resources he will ever know. And where you and I spend eternity is incredibly valuable to him. And where your neighbors around the world spend their eternity is incredibly valuable to him. The next thing this application calls us to exchange is our motives. We talked about that last week. And if you missed last week's episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. But what is your motive for waking up in the morning? What's your motive for going to work? I'm sure you're a hard worker, whether you're in full-time ministry or where you're whether you are serving faithfully in the marketplace you and I the people of God have been giving a motive not thousands of different motives but a motive John 3:16 for God so loved that he gave right there is God disclosing his motive love and it is about God loving the world What does it profit a man if the world knows how much you and I love them, but they don't know that the creator of the universe loves them, created them, sent his one and only son to die in their place. Yep. They know you love them. They know I love them, but they don't yet know Jesus died because he loves them. That would be pitiful, shameful, a disgrace. You and I, even on our best day, need to exchange our motives for God's motives. God's motives are pure. God's motives care about the eternal life and every single person he's ever created. God's motive is love. And as James warns us in James chapter four, he gives us that warning because it's very possible for you and i to want things for our own pleasure we like to be comfortable we like running water we like hot water we like microwave meals we like fast food meals we like transportation we like six inch or eight inch or 12 inch mattresses we could go on and on and on we like 401k plans We like retirements. We like roofs over our heads that don't leak. We could go on and on and on. There's nothing wrong with stuff. But our motives get in the way. And even on our best day, we need to exchange our motives for God's. And then action step number two ends with exchanging our mission for God's mission and really looking at the mission of God and John 3:16 it says for this is how God loved the world he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life and the whole point of this application is that you and I would set others free when we exchange our values, motives, and mission for God's. And so perhaps like me, you've been told, put your trust in God, commit your life to the Lord, but you've never been challenged to exchange your mission for God's mission. And I wanna encourage you to realize as a child of God, you have been bought with a price. The blood of Jesus is over your life. You have entrance into heaven because the blood has been shed for you. And you and I don't have liberty to just get up and go toward our own mission. There's nothing wrong with having marketplace vocation or being full time in ministry. Regardless, we have been given a mission go. Ye, therefore, into all the world, are you and I living on mission today? Have we exchanged our mission? There's a lot of missions that we could we could take. Our parents can pressure us toward certain missions. We can pressure ourselves toward certain missions. Culture pressures us toward certain missions. But there's only one mission that we have ever been given that God really desires for you and I. And that's the mission of knowing him as Lord and Savior, the mission of his presence, waking up every day, pursuing his presence and following him in the Great Commission. Matthew 24, verse 14 says, and this good news of the kingdom will be preached into every nation and then the end will come. Right there is an indication of God's mission. Have you ever exchanged whatever you would write down as your mission for the mission of God? Revelation 7, 9 through 12 makes it very clear that God is on a mission that people from every tribe, nation and tongue will be in heaven worshiping Jesus before the throne. That's the mission of God. Is that your mission? Whether you're a school teacher, is that your mission? A lawyer, is that your mission? A truck driver, is that your mission? A doctor, is that your mission? What is your mission? It should be the mission of God. I invite you back next week as we go through application number three in our journey to the destination of audacious generosity. God bless you all. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and reviewing the Audacious Generosity podcast. Join us next week as we open our hands up to God and let Him fill them for the Great Commission. Kevin's new book, Audacious Generosity, was an instant international bestseller on Amazon. Audacious Generosity is now available worldwide on Amazon in paperback, hardback, ebook and audiobook you'll find the audacious generosity ebook on apple books kindle google play and all the popular online ebook stores the audacious generosity audiobook was recorded by kevin himself and reviewers are loving it the audiobook can be found online in over 40 audiobook stores worldwide including audible apple google and more buy audacious generosity for yourself gift it to your family and friends for the holidays discover why audacious generosity was an instant bestseller audacious generosity is all about you enjoying a living relationship with god that's fueled by courage characterized by freedom and overflowing with audacious generosity get your copy today